Hey everybody, Dr. Dana Martin here at Systemania Podcast and welcome to episode 11. We are going to have a fantastic show for several reasons. The first reason, the guests of course, and we'll get to them in a moment. But the second reason, Darth Malik. I mean, if you've played a game in the Old Republic, you know who Malik is. If you, you follow any of the old lore specifically dealing with Revan, you're going to know who Malik is. So that's what we're going to be talking about later. So let me introduce our two guests. These are two fresh faces to our show. Thank you for joining. First, Andy Wynn. Uh, met him through theater. He's a wonderful actor and fun to be around uh, when we're not getting in trouble. Uh, Matthew. Matthew Wynn. Uh, yes, uh, I'm going to go ahead and spoil it. They're related. Um, <laughs> uh, but man, two peas in a pod. Uh, great to have you on the show. I can't wait to uh, dive into y'all's past and Star Wars and business stuff uh, later on the show. So welcome. Glad to be here. Hello. What is it that you guys did last weekend? Last weekend? Oh, goodness. That's it was only like question. two days ago. So the yeah. weekend had just passed. What did we do, Matthew? We watched I a lot was... of football. True. I was at a region concert for choir, mm -hmm. and uh, we watched Braveheart on Sunday. We watched Braveheart. Good one. Yeah. That, that, First that time Matthew. That was a great movie. Very cool. mm -hmm. Wait, that was your first time seeing Braveheart? That was my first time seeing Braveheart. It was amazing. I feel as a father. Andy. I know. I know. <laughs> Not for lack of trying, trust me. <laughs> Right? No, it takes peer pressure, not father. It really does. It really does. <laughs> my, so. my dad named his top five films, and I said, I've seen two of those. <laughs> oh, yeah? What were those top five? Uh, uh, yeah, you, you tell them. I don't remember. <laughs> I haven't seen them. <laughs> well, I'm sort of boring, but Godfather Part Two is number oh, one, yeah. of course. Yeah. Uh, you know, Braveheart's right up there. I don't even remember what I named them. They're, they're different five every day. You said A New Hope. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you've got to go with the classic for sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. Totally. Yeah, Something we have uh, on our fridge where we have our lists, right, of uh, groceries, Costco, Total Wine. Um, <laughs> we also have a list of movies that Zane has not seen that Dad must have him watch, and it just keeps growing faster than we can mark them off. Uh, but it's everything from Fight – oh, no, I saw Fight Club without you. But I wanted to see it with you. Okay, fine. And then <laughs> move along. So, uh, but yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, so, yeah, choir concert. So that's something uh, you are heavily into, yes? Yes, I'm very heavily involved in my uh, school's choir and in other such activities. I do um, acapella singing and other stuff like that. What was the last show I was in with you? Was that uh, Descendants? Mm. I think I think Descendants was the last show we were in together. That was a year ago, like this week. That's like a year crazy. Ago. That I felt like it was so so little ago. So little. That was my first show. I can't. Yeah. That was your first show. That was my first show. Oh, it was. <laughs> so so the villains. If you have, I don't want to give it away, but the he he was one of the villains, and it was fantastic. The the villain parents, um, kind of send the villain kids, and then to, Eridon. And go to high school with all the Prince Charming kids and all that. It's something like, I only had a tiny part. I just came out and went, and get mad, and I left. So whatever. It was great. I saw, I saw the first one on, on the Disney Channel. It was fun. Uh, <laughs> the Dark Side Mouse. Um, so let's jump into some stuff. So we're going to kind of talk a little bit about news. I, it, you know, Disney was supposed to release Ahsoka on Wednesdays and they moved it mm -hmm. to overlap my show on purpose, I think, because I was potentially going to, you know, take some no. Uh, the question is, are have y'all been watching Ahsoka? And if so, how far? I have not seen any episodes yet. I was planning so the way I watch my Star Wars shows, I binge every single episode as fast as possible, but I do that once they've all come out so I can just try and get as much uh. of the experience as possible. That's what I did with the Mandalorian, Obi Wan, etc. So, uh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. How do you avoid all the spoilers? It's really difficult, especially with how much Star Wars stuff I do on the weekly basis. Yeah, but I've I've held out, and so how many episodes are planned? Eight. 
Yeah, we've got two more tonight and one okay. more. Well, then I will be doing my big binge next Thursday, I guess. <laughs> yep. And make sure you binge. Oh, no, no, because we won't, won't have watched it before on the Revan. Wait, one, two. Yeah. Revan, we, we would have already, it would have already been over. So we I'll be up to date on my Ahsoka knowledge by then. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, he's taking me through the Clone Wars, by the way, because I've oh, never seen it. So he's, uh, he's guiding me through those as we speak. You know, I, I finally I, got him to watch it. No, yeah. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, for us, uh, older generation, it was super slow and hard to get into. But something happened in like season two and a half, right in the end, almost three, where it Oh my God. And just, mm -hmm. and I loved it. I loved every bit of it. How far have y'all gotten along? Matthew's got this uh, order that he's been taking me through. We're not going chronologically. So we're oh. jumping all around. Or we are, we're going chronologically. We're not going to episode of the show. Right. So I have a, I have an essentials list because I'm not about to make him watch all hundred some odd episodes because mm -hmm. we don't have time for that. But, yeah. <laughs> um, we're watching them all the essentials in chronological mm -hmm. order. And we've just started to breach into the season three, season four area. Mm -hmm. Occasionally we'll watch an episode in season four and go back to season one, episode 22, something like mm -hmm. that. But we're just starting to breach the season four area. And I always tell him season five is when it gets real. 100%. Mm -hmm. I was hooked, man. And, and I did what you did. Um, I started watching it, and then I just couldn't get into it. And I ended up going through, I think Disney had a, you should watch them, you know, here's this type of order, whatever. And I started, and I was like, wait a minute, what? And, yeah, then it was Binge City for, like, a month. I get through, like, however, 70 episodes. But, uh, man, what a great series. Um, and I still feel uh, the same that Filoni with Rebels did the same thing, really. A lot of character builds, super slow, and... You know, oh Chopper, oh God, I hated Chopper. Really? <laughs> and now it's like, oh, it's freaking amazing. Yeah. Chopper, Galaxy Destroyer. <laughs> oh man, well, he's won awesome. me over. I, I put up a fight for a long time, but he's won me over. I'm enjoying it. Yep, I finally got him on the bench. <laughs> so the uh, well, one of the things we uh, have to speak about, and you don't have to read my article, uh, is Balin Skull. And I'm sure you kind of know who he is if you see anything. Um, the one of the anti and and uh, antagonists, one of the the villains, if you will. Uh, I don't like using the word villain now. Jafar definitely a villain. Andy, um, but, <laughs> but uh, one of the things about Balin that is is interesting to me. I, I had jumped in uh, the heat of trying to look for some comments from our uh, readers and whatnot and something that was key i think is is balin is he's dark side but he's not a sith that we know and and mm. we know that ahsoka is not a jedi so if forces balance continually then doesn't it make sense that the two most powerful force wielders walk a line just barely on one side or the other what are your thoughts on that? That's going to I, you, Matt. <laughs> Matthew. Yeah, yeah. Um, wait, can you repeat that last bit? Yeah, just that uh, how the force maintains balance, and you have two two characters just barely on one side or the other of mm. light and dark. I think I think that tether, based off what I know, because that makes me immediately think of the um, the daughter and the son. Mm -hmm. from the Clone Wars yeah, and how there was like that very, very, very fragile balance between the two of them. And with my limited knowledge about uh, Skull, his name is? Balin Skull. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, with my knowledge that I don't have too much about him yet, I'm assuming it's going to probably tie somewhere to that, especially based off the fact that Ahsoka quite literally did get, I don't know if the correct word is blessed, but she mm -hmm. definitely got help from the from the daughter, mm -hmm. and so we might be seeing some sort of connection to that series. Um, we might see some sort of connection or similarity in that storytelling. I love so, that you brought that up. Mm -hmm. I'd forgotten completely about that. Mm -hmm. The father and the son and the daughter are super super interesting to me, and 
I forget what the mother's name is because it's she has a she has a name, but she's like this creature in the dark. So who knows? Maybe that might even be mentioned. Sorry, I pushed a button. No, <laughs> yeah, <good. laughs> we're we're aligned, and I, and I I I had forgotten about about the siblings, and and one of the like I I just loved how it everything that happened with them was environmental too, like. Oh, 100%. It feels like it's natural. Yeah. And I I got the sense there's a scene, I don't want to spoil it too much, but uh, at the the hinge on Sertos, um, when Ahsoka and Balin kind of face off, there there is this real deliberate, I'm doing this and you're doing this and it's impacting everything as we're moving. Like it's just Mm -hmm. really intense. And immense that what's happening in those moments is not just those two people. It's much. It's everything. So, so that's, that's why in my mind, it might draw some sort of connection to that original uh, three some odd episodes of the Clone Wars. Man, that was good. That was a good call out. Man. (laughs) Um, I, I I don't know. Has he, uh, he, we're talking uh, about Andy as if he's not here. Andy, have you seen these episodes that we were talking about there? Uh, no, I don't think so. Cool, cool. Soon, though. Soon. Soon. Okay. We're, approach- <laughs> we're, we're approaching season... I think I think those episodes are in season somewhere between four and six. Six, yeah. It's, yeah, I think mm-hmm. like early six, maybe, or mid-six. Mm-hmm. That seem, seems right. They're very important episodes, and we will... We will be watching those, and the entire time we're watching it, I will be deliberately explaining each second and frame. <laughs> do you do that already? Yes, that, that's how we watch the <laughs> yeah. Clone Wars. Which it's a uh, ten seconds of show, five seconds of Matthew. Ten seconds of show, mm-hmm. five seconds of Matthew. And, and every now and then it's, it's, hey, Dad, are you awake? <laughs> <laughs> be patient to this one. <laughs> no, 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 put your phone down. Like this is important. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> no more iPad. <laughs> That's awesome. Exactly right. Exactly right. Well, thank you guys. Uh, we're gonna jump forward a little bit. We've got uh, kind of a partner of the show, Ripped Apparel. Uh, if you look in our description, there is a link to take you to. I'm gonna actually uh, see. I'm gonna share. Do it. Oh, it's working. Oh, oh, okay. So you click the link in the bottom and it'll take you right here. And you see these wonderful shirts. There's about 12 shirts here. Uh, list for 25. You put in the code CHOICE, C-H-O-I-C-E, and you get these for 18 bucks. You got Cobra Commander, One, one Punch Dad. Oh, <laughs> just in time for, uh, for Halloween. You got Sally. And, of course, everyone needs a Kenya shirt. I need um, that. Any, <laughs> anything else? I love the screen no. shirt. I know, right? Now we we do think our uh, partners over there at ripped. Uh, this is really cool. Um, and these, oh, that's a Beetlejuice, but it's uh, Doctor Seuss. <laughs> oh yeah, that's pretty slick. All right, that's what you're getting, Andy. That one right there for Christmas. Ghost with the most. <laughs> I like it. Awesome. I'll be looking into that. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, just uh, hit the link at the bottom and you'll uh, get brought to that. And when you check out, use code CHOICE and those shirts are 18 bucks a pop. All right, so let's move on to our deep dive. Let's start talking about Malik. So uh, gr- I say growing up, like when I started playing Old Republic, I was already grown. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think um, as that part in my life where I was, uh, I was a leader. Um, already I was uh, supervising a, a small team and one of the things that always intrigued me about Palpatine if you've watched any of the shows is just the whole Sith architect thing right um, there are lessons there about influence not manipulation influence um, over people uh, where they allow you that influence and it's a very special thing when that can happen um, he was able to do that in an, uh, over and above any manipulation that may have happened and when I look at Malik and I think about Things that I could take from from him, from his life uh, in the beginning, middle, and end. There really is a lot of meat and texture to his life that I think we don't 
get to talk about because he was just a small, tiny part of Revan's story in a True. way. True. Yeah. Um, so for those that don't know, I'm just going to give you a couple of highlight points. I wish I could post them. Actually, I probably could. <gasps> no, I'm not going to own a break it if I do. So um, Malik was not always Darth Malik, right? He started out as a Jedi named Alec. What? I know, right? Um, <laughs> he, he was a Jedi Knight and he joined Revan's uh, tirade or crusade against the Mandalorians. Uh, it was the battles were terrible and there were bad things that happened. Um, there were uh, the Malachor, or I mean, not Malachor, uh, Telios 4 that was just mm. annihilated. I mean, just like, nothing. And then, so, so what? What then? Well, we just like every other Sith Lord and Apprentice and whatnot, Revan on the dark side, Malak's right there. What does Malak try to do? He tries to overthrow him. This is just the nature of, of, of secession in the Sith world, right? Um, but remember, they were working together for a long time. They were very close friends. They grew up as Jedi. Um, in the end, there is redemption arc. Of course, this is Star Wars and, uh, Malik dies, I think, believing he screwed up. Um, yeah, Malik. Malik fully recognizes his flaws, and he, he makes peace with the Force as Revan kills him. And and I think that it's important um, at a, of course, at a at a high level for all of us, uh, continuing continuing uh, the arc of of redemption with. I mean, if you just watch a TikTok of mine, I'm always talking about getting the sand off of you, you know, and and uh, there's always a way to come out clean on the other side. And I think Malik is a good example of that. Now, do we excuse the atrocities? Probably, probably not. Uh, no excuse for killing children, Anakin. Um, but again, what was he what was he doing? He was trying to stamp out um, in the name of an ideal. And I think our, our fanaticism that we see a lot of times is the attempt to stamp out an ideal. And we see that all the time. We see that all the time in Star Wars. I mean, I know you could tell me another one, probably Matthew. What's another example of that? We've got, well, the whole, well, Revan period, right? With Malachor mm -hmm. and all that. That whole Revan period. Another example you could look at is in the uh, Star Wars, uh, the older public era with that video game, you can see constant eras of um, that the Empire, when they were a true military force, the Republic and the true military force, they were constantly battling. And in those battles, destroying planet after planet after planet, just with zero consequence. Yeah. Or thought behind it but the whole reason why they were warring at each other was to stamp out the other side because they truly believed that their society was the key to success and prosperity so this is where we get to tap your mind so uh andy so looking at this from a business perspective as as a business owner as as a, a, a general manager as anyone who kind of leads people or or project mm -hmm. when when you <laughs> You're going to be driving towards a goal based on an ideal or vision for your company. Am I wrong? <laughs> so how do you deal yeah. with that when you're faced with those things that are in conflict with where you're trying to go with your business as blockers? That's a good question. That's a good point. I mean, you're, you know, you're, what y'all are talking about is uh, collateral damage and, you know, <laughs> the collateral damage is okay if you're trying to get where you're going. Uh, I think that in business, the the impetus or the goal for some people might kind of take that direction. They might have that impulse. I think that's something you you have to really push back against. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the longer I've been in business, the more I think that the results are not less important, but not more important than the means of getting there. Mm. Uh, and that kind of interesting that you started off with the talk about walking that line, you know, on the, on the, on the good and bad side, because that kind mm -hmm. of plays in the same sandbox uh, as it were. Uh, 
I think everybody that's in a leadership role has to really fight those impulses with themselves to figure out where is that line and am I trying to get a result or am I trying to make an example? Mm. And I think sometimes those are very different things. Quite. That's great. Um, You were mentioning uh, the collateral and, you know, something that I've said, I think on the show, but I I learned a long time ago is there really is no such thing as it's just business. It's not personal because every business decision impacts a person at least. (laughs) So um, if you don't take into consideration your people, your group, uh, your, your clan (laughs) around you, um, then, then yeah, there's going to be collateral. And what does that do to your rapport and your, What's the word? Not validity. Uh, shoot. It uh, starts with a C. I don't know. I had a concussion. I can't think of the word. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's credibility. Oh, my God. Credibility. Credibility. Yeah. credibility. It hurts your credibility. Um, There's nothing. Uh, going to go where, where, you're go, where you need to go, but yeah. what's, are you going to be left behind in the wake, right? There's nothing harder to gain and quicker to lose than credibility. Yeah. And, uh, mm. you know, that's one of those that's that's why I say that you know the longer I'm in business, the more I think that the the end does not justify the means, mm-hmm. and that so much of what the end of the day brings is why are we doing all this? Everything that we do in our life, whether it's business or friendships or or whatever else, it's to make our lives more enjoyable. It's to make our lives doable, and really, I feel like business is is no different. Um, we're not there typically to uh, do the thing that we love the most. Mm -hmm. And so it's important to always keep in mind, I think that collateral damage is not, it's not worth almost any pain to me. I know other business leaders and business owners that have very different, very different thoughts than that. And Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they'll take out those extra planets and those, Mm -hmm. and all those Mandalorians as long as they get, you know, what they feel like is the right thing at the end. And, and I just feel like that's not the right way to do it. Sure. And I think it's a hard lesson, especially now in, in where we're at a lot of remote work, uh, more outsourcing uh, out of mm-hmm. the U S um, yeah. now than ever before. Yeah. Uh, there is collateral that happens with this. And those are still people I, myself, anyone who knows me knows I just went through this and it was very difficult uh, so, so what do you do? Right. So something is beyond your control Talk about that a lot. <laughs> Only worry about what you could control. So yeah. in the event that there is something that occurs, um, outside of your control and in the, in the case of Malik, I like to think of what was out of his control was his downward spiraling thought process on, I need to do more and I need to get this and I need to get that kind of absolute power corrupts absolutely. hundred um, percent. Yeah, go ahead, Matt. Yeah, no, because he had so many influences on him from the beginning into the end. With Revan being his not only his friend, but also especially in his uh, dark side journey, but even in his light side, being an, almost mm-hmm. a master figure. Yeah, and um, quite literally so later. That influence of Revan, Revan was so ambitious, and Revan was constantly making that push. Um, honestly, just not only for the protection of the galaxy, but flat, like, just to disobey the council and defiance. Yeah. That's the word I'm thinking of. And so, with his, with Malik's probably number one influence in his life, the thing that's absolutely just driving him, when he sees this raw ambition, he has to match that. Yeah. He can't just sit on the sideline. He needs to match it. And so that backwards cycling just keeps going through them until it spiraled downwards into, <clears throat> excuse me, until them thinking they could take on Darth Vitiate himself. Yeah. And that wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it was not smart because that led them find control. <laughs> but I, I, 100%, man. Um, yeah. Malik saw that. I, so when we are in front of charismatic people. It is difficult not to be kind of swept up and caught up. And uh, that's one of the reasons I think uh, for me, again, the uh, Emperor Palpatine, Vader, they're very 
I was charismatic, but they were very impressive in <coughs> and I believe Malik Malik's the dude that I'm I'm gonna get everything I can, but I'm also gonna show you this is how we're gonna do it. And I'm just let's go. I mean the guy's missing half his jaw. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. Uh, just a hundred percent all the time. And if you're not gonna do it, I'm gonna do it myself. And not like come on, guys, like either you follow me or don't, I'm going. And that in and of itself, to me, those types of leaders, um, one, don't don't leave me behind, man. <laughs> Be careful. Uh, but two, at least have that maybe motivation and drive that others can see that, yeah, I'm in the beginning. I'm, I'm right here with you, man. Hold my hand. We'll do it together. Walk together. Um I don't know that a lot of Sith Lords were in like Revan when he would kind of go on the back, you know, whatever. It was more, I'm just badass. I'm just <laughs> Yeah, 100%. Alec was purposeful when leading from my perception. Um, and so being purposeful in your leading and in, in your business, um, you still have to make sure you're not leaving folks behind while you're leading the charge. And I mean, do you have any experiences like that that you could share or or you want to talk on that? That would be great. I don't know about specific experiences uh, that I could think of just off the cuff, but what you're saying is so important. I mean, the, the most effective leaders are not ones that are good at telling people things. It's the ones that are, that, like you said, they take ownership. They lead by example. You know, I, the most I've ever learned from anybody is watching people that I look up to and emulating, you know, emulating is, is where most people uh, I think grow the most, whether it's in their personal life or in their professional life. I think it's all the same. Um, you know, they're taught only goes so far. Uh, it's parenting. I mean, you know, I try not to be a, a jerk because <laughs> I don't want Matthew to be a jerk, but it's the same in business. I mean, you know, it, yeah, it's, it's absolutely that way. Um, if somebody that leads by complete fear, like I'm sure some of the Siths did, some of the Sith Lords did, you know, that's going to be, that's not going to have the endearment of the followers. Mm -hmm. And if the followers of whoever are only doing what they're told to do because they're scared of the consequences of not doing that, first of all, it's not going to be a long-term thing. Mm -hmm. And second of all, it's not going to be a productive thing you get the most results all the time, 1000% of the time when the people below you are invested and they believe in you, they believe in the vision and they want the same outcome that you do. That's the only way for real success. And so I'm sure that there's examples of that in the, in the star Wars mm -hmm. world as well. Yeah. And you make a good point that that investment goes both ways. Right. I mean, those mm -hmm. those employees um, or people in your your play, peer leadership is huge, too. I mean, they're going to people are going to follow um, if you can build that rapport. And, and, and if you're showing the investment and I, I there there are plenty of examples of Sith Lords, Treya being a huge one of investing in her people. And mm -hmm. uh, she was able to satiate uh, Nihilus's hunger for a while, you know, um, so these are. These are certainly uh, great lessons from from a business and, and Star Wars perspective. And I think getting on that and moving to kind of a next point, um, the ability to have your sphere of people, um, but also have the flexibility to, to have other influences. So I think this is the best decision and this is what we're going to do. I don't need a bunch of yes men, women around me. I need someone to challenge. Don't challenge me every dang time I open my mouth, but but keep me honest. Um, yes. And I know that uh, when when we look at some Sith Lords, I think Maul is a good example of always being kept honest. He never had a chance. He was always going to be yeah. a failure. That was just his his character. Um, uh, but I you know what I'm saying. So I don't want to get too tongue tied here. Uh, Matt, you looks like you're about ready to jump on that. No? Okay. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. No, I was just going to say 100% with, with uh, Darth Maul because, like you said, he never really had that opportunity. 
because he was always under the control of the uh, Emperor of mm -hmm. Palpatine. And when he wasn't under Emperor Palpatine, he was under the Night Mother. And when he wasn't under the Night Mother, he was being controlled by his brother. Yep. And it just never worked out for him. Yeah. Uh, and I, so as a, as a leader today, um, things, things have changed. And I think, Andy, you've had the benefit I have that there have been a lot of changes in the office space as a whole to the point mm -hmm. that the movie office space at the time was like, Hey, that's just how it is. And now you're like, Oh my God, that's a HR nightmare. <laughs> um, but, but the same thing is happening as what was in office space as happens now. And that let's is, put that in the top five, by the way. Oh uh, yeah. Office space. <laughs> Have you seen office space, Matthew? No, I haven't. Oh my God. I haven't. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> but in, in that case you had, uh, software companies, you know, whatever, uh, looking through code, et cetera. Um, and those are, I like to think of kind of that, uh, what's the word? Investing in people, but also being able to shift and be flexible. I think one of Malik's faults was he was too much with the blinders, right? Like, this is what I have to do. And he was oh, yeah. consumed by it. He had no ability to see outside of that so he didn't have the people there to keep him honest i uh i gotta brush up on bastila that's who we're talking about next week uh fallen bastila you know how did that happen hmm. but mm -hmm. you have you have these people these uh sith lords uh that are they do invest in others and then lose sight of what they were doing because they are so dang focused on the goal and they leave those people behind and then they leave. Wait a minute. Uh, one of the examples I brought up was Kodak, right? We're going to do film. Uh, hey, I got this idea for digital photos. Um, we're a film company dummy and fine. I'll take my stuff to Sony. I think he took it to <laughs> he's done for the rest of his life. Uh, Kodak was not flexible. Kodak lost big, big, in the digital market they weren't prepared um and when i think about old malik i think he got tied up and could not see the forest through the trees so to speak uh thank you shield mating yes lead by example and you can't say that malik did not do that if he wanted someone's head he would just go take it I'm sure true you um, the only person yeah, who uh, I think mm -hmm. in uh, especially in the business world, like being able to pivot when necessary, um, I believe you are still open even after you know COVID and everyone and and whatever happened with that. Um, but that was, I'm sure, a challenge, Andy. Like, how were you mm -hmm. able to flex and pivot and and keep your business alive and your vision alive? Um, I think you're you're dead on. I mean. Uh, you know, if you're not flexible, if you're not willing to change almost daily, then <laughs> you're going to be a dinosaur before you know it. Kodak's such a great example. Mm -hmm. um, my business is actually in a massive state of flux right now. Uh, in 28 years of doing what I do, it's never been what it is right now. And it, uh, it'd be very easy to just go in every day and have a very bad attitude about it. And mm -hmm. some days I do. Um, but it's, it's also one of those situations where you know that there's going to be some people that adapt mm -hmm. and some people that don't. And the people that adapt will be still viable on the other side. Um, that's a tough thing to do. You know, it's a very easy thing to get in your lane and feel like you have to stay there. Um, back to what you were saying with, you know, Mallet being inflexible <laughs> and blinders on. Um, it, the world doesn't stay in stasis. No. <laughs> And if, and if you do, then uh, you go away. And it's definitely that way in business, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, this has been great, man. I, I, I like having, uh, like I've had teacher, uh, Drama Llama Mama on. I've had yeah. um, uh, another business owner. And just it's, it's really cool, to, I think, to be able to make these comparisons. Because I think when we watch star wars we we start to think about it differently and i think with more depth which was the goal the whole time with uh 
Lucas was, yes, I'm, I'm taking from all these storytelling um, tropes and we're going to put them into one badass space opera. Um, but there's, there's a lot of, a lot of meat to that. And I really appreciate you sharing some of your, your business insights. Um, would love to have you on again. Uh, Matthew's like, Oh no, I'm on. I, but Andy, I'd love to have you on too. He's an encyclopedia. I'm just here. <laughs> so no, it's great. Thank you guys. Um, we're going to take a step back and really kind of meet these two. Um, so we'll start with pops and Andy. Uh, so I'm going to tell you, I know Andy from shows. We were in uh, descendants together. Um, he was Jafar. I was King beast. It was, I just went on for a little while. He just went on for it. So we were just backstage, like eating the snacks. And that was <laughs> what we did. Um, but it's a perfect uh, wonder- role, by the way. Oh, yeah. And wonderful family, uh, really involved at theater. Um, don't want to, Karen's wonderful too. I don't miss everybody. Um, but uh, what is it about, because uh, you've seen the new hope, you know, you saw Star Wars growing up. Um, and wh- what was it about Star Wars that, for you was like, Oh, this is, this is something, uh, even at an early age when you first started seeing it. You know, I, I'm at that age where I was pretty young when it came out, but around, you know, and it was, there's so many different aspects to it that I think captivated everybody. But first of all, just, you know, on the surface, I mean, it was groundbreaking in every way in filmmaking, nothing had ever been made like that. You look back now and it's, simplistic in some ways and special effects and things like that, but it still holds up. Mm -hmm. That's what's amazing about it. You can, you can almost see the wires of the death star being hung from the ceiling. It doesn't matter. It's still that good because the storytelling is so good. Mm -hmm. Um, It's the ultimate good versus evil story. And yet it's perfect in that it brought redemption in at the end Mm -hmm. with Vader. You know, the story would have never been what it was, what it is, if Vader hadn't uh, kind of regained himself at the end. And I think that that's what really, that's that's what made the whole movie. I mean, it was a great action movie other than that. Mm-hmm. That made it a great movie. Yeah. And uh, and I think that everybody responded to that. Um, and, and then, you know, Empire Strikes Back. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got to say. That's all I got. That's all I got. Yes, maybe. So, uh, small business owner, uh, been in business over 20 years, and yeah. right ish. I don't know, something like that. And yeah. where do yeah. you see your, uh, where do you see everything going for you over the next decade with business and retirement, whatever? That's a good question. Um, I am old enough that I think about these things. Um, I don't know. I told you that our industry is in state of flux. And so that's, that's always on my mind. We'll see how things go. But, um, you know, I've always had a goal that I would like to retire young enough to enjoy being retired. Mm-hmm. And some people want to work till the day they drop. And that's just not me. So mm-hmm. we'll see how things go. Uh, if Matthew doesn't spend all my money in college. <laughs> yeah. uh, see how things go after that. No promises. <laughs> yeah, no promises for sure. Yeah. Well, thank no. you, Andy. Uh, Matthew. Okay, the last show I was in with you was Descendants. Descendants. Well. Um, but you've been in another show since then. Yes. Oh, boy. Several. I it. What was it? Uh, so um, about two, maybe? The most recent production that I was a part of was Putting It Together. I did not um, see that. Oh, that was the Sondheim. How was that? That was the Sondheim. That oh, it was amazing. I loved yeah. it. Um, I've been in a few others since then. I've been in. Um, oh boy, I can't remember now. I music directed the two kid camps this year, and I was a part oh, of the third fun. one. Yeah. So that was very, that was very fun. Um, I did. Uh, oh, what's it called? Um. You got Dana. So many, they all run together. <laughs> I can't remember. There's so many of them. Oh, miscast. I was in miscast. Oh, miscast. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. I can't remember if I was in any others besides that. Very cool. So uh, you're still in high school. Yes. Correct. I'm a, a 
senior. Senior, right? Okay, so senior, and you've got all this stuff. Do you have time for actual school? <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, you said That's you a good said, question, you Dana. Had, you just had That's the, a very good question, actually. Uh, most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> You're not doing your homework. I, I mean, this is not taking the place of your homework, right? Oh, oh absolutely not. <laughs> He's a very good student. <laughs> yeah, just to get this stuff done. So, so I for you, it. what was your introduction into Star Wars, and/or what made you really? Ah, I love it. So, I started with the three originals because my dad showed them to me. They were great movies, but that was it. Mm-hmm. I watched the three of them. I was like, okay, that's cool. I'm done. But. I was a massive TV show kid when I was younger. I watched Pokemon. I watched Yu-Gi-Oh! All of those classic cartoons. And then Clone Wars came on. Mm. And I hadn't seen anything like Clone Wars before. And so I made it for through the first season or two. Good show. It was just a good show. And I'd leave it at that. But the third season started. And that's where my addiction kicked off. Mm. And I loved it. And at that point, me and my brother, we had a GameCube and a Wii. Mm-hmm. And so I was playing the original uh, Lego Star Wars 3, oh the video God. game. We had pod racing. <laughs> yep. We had all the classics. I remember I would play, I would go to my dad's office and I would log onto the computer and I would play the Lego Star Wars 3, the multiplayer game. Um, online web demo and I would, I would play the web demo for hours because it was the coolest thing in the world That's and, and after that I remember my one of my most fond uh, Star Wars memories is I, I actually played all of Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2 on the 9 hour car ride to Arkansas oh my god and <laughs> And then I played them on the way back too, on my mother's iPad, and and that started it all. Ever since then, I've been hooked. And he's been messed up ever since. Messed I've up. been so 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 messed up since then. Now it's all I talk about. So there's a, a <laughs> another young gentleman at the uh, theater. Uh, his name is Ryan Top, and he always oh, wanted to be on the Diva Dads podcast. Um, would always ask to be on the podcast. And I was mm-hmm. thinking, I know he knows some about Star Wars. It'd be cool to get him on the podcast. But having someone else like Matthew on before Ryan, sorry, Ryan, but I knew that that might give you a little grease. So mm-hmm. <laughs> just kidding. Um, oh, I great. was actually texting Ryan before this, and I told him, hey, I'm going to be on Dana's podcast. And he went, Dana has a podcast? <laughs> he was so excited. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, we'd love to have that guy on. He, yeah. he backs me up. Um, but it's a great community, uh, the theater. Uh, a lot of folks get opportunities to network and meet. And uh, Steve Tinkle someone I, I hope to work with uh, more in the future with my side gig leadership stuff. Um, just Andy would love to work with you too. Christy Patty, we've talked about on this show. She just, there's just a lot of people from that community. Um, and the one of the things I learned uh, a couple weekends ago about the Comic-Con community and the cosplay community is that is a very tight-knit community as well. And mm-hmm. sometimes you don't even know who's in that community. Um, so, <laughs> for instance, I wrote the article about uh, the Comic-Con experience and someone had left a comment. And I looked up that person's name and I was like, oh, my God, I know this guy. This guy was on our show, episode three. Um, really? <laughs> his name's Matt. That's so fun. And he was like, I'll, I'll help you with your cosplay. And I was like, who is this guy? Help me. I don't even know. You know, No, run into him literally at Kroger. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my. Hey, no, I will really help you with your cosplay. Uh, so even that group uh, is, is very close-knit. And I, I'm very thankful that I was able to fall in with theater when I did. Um, to start making some of these relationships because i mean honestly matthew five years four years five years ago when i first met you weren't that tall 
um, Adam. Um, <laughs> so you went to this gray. I've gotten this gray since I've known you. So, oh, sorry, Andy. Now he's taller than you. I will make sure to tell my father that I am taller than him every single time I mention it. gets brought up. Are you really? I'm six two, and he's five yeah. eleven. Oh, that's right. I'm not five eleven. And now the internet knows. Foot. I'm six two we now. Equal. You're six. I've grown. Oh my god. Oh, I was six one. I was. I was. They say foot. the cartilage in your knees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's certainly not my fault. Yeah. On stage. No, this was really good, man. Uh, thank you, guys. Uh, any parting shots or, or any shout-outs? What are you guys working on? Uh, usually this is where we'll say, oh, you've got, you know, you're an author in a book. Um, but no, not an author, not a book, not a music. But you, do you have any shows or contests coming up, Matthew? Oh, I'm in a show called Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief at my yes. high school. Yes. Um, I'm playing Grover, which is the best friend. I'm the Ronald Weasley to the Harry Potter. So <laughs> you should come see us. Uh, I think second, third week of January is when we're nice. putting on our production. So might be fun to go to. Uh, it's be Kat good. listening, Kat, I know you were listening earlier. If you're listening, we'll get that link and you can. She's our AB. She'll pop it in here too. So Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Andy. Yeah. Are you in a show? Oh, you, you're understudy? I'm understudy for the narrator for Rocky Horror. Yeah, Rocky Horror around the production. Yeah, that's gonna be fantastic. I look forward to. Uh, I look forward to this. It's gonna be a fun cast, a real fun cast. It is. I'm a little sad. I'm not. I just. I got too much, man. I can't. <laughs> I couldn't sacrifice the time. It's a lot. Uh, you know, it, it is. is a lot. Um, it's a lot. Rocky was tough too. A lot of dancing. Uh, I only had two costumes because I was Eddie and Doctor Scott, but. It was still a lot. You're all over the stage, all over right, left, wheeling around. If you're not, it was a lot. Um, I wanted to potentially be narrator, so I'm a little jealous that you got understudy for that. Yeah, well, we'll see how that goes. And uh, I, yeah, I, the dancing is for real. I, I'm not a dancer, and I'm embarrassed <laughs> to say how sore I was four days after <laughs> audition. Auditions. Auditions. <laughs> Very cool. Yes. So uh, Rocky Horror at the theater company uh, yes. over the weekend right before Halloween, right? 28, correct? Yeah, yeah should be. Yeah, Thursday through Saturday. I'll be out of town. Like so visiting yeah, my daughter. Never mind then. That's for fine. her uh, celebration of marriage. And I am so happy. Oh, wow. Congrats. Oh, that's amazing. Her, her, uh, her guy, Tommy's great man. Um, That's fantastic. Real, real proud of them. She's going back to school. Like a lot of cool stuff, man. So yeah, stuff together. Oh, it's so awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, but cool. that boy Zane, I don't know about him. He's probably watching yeah. right now. Shut up, Dad. Well, I thought he was cool until I found out he was your son. And then I, I know, was, right? Poor kid. Uh, yeah, I, I, jury's out now. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, he. Um, it, it was really. It, it's fun having him on because he. Uh, just like you two, I, there's just it's a different perspective of Star Wars, and um, I've said this before. Like I lived through the Dark Ages, we all kind of say that in this age range because the only thing you got Star Wars was you had Dark Horse comics, and then you had um, the books uh, that are now not canon, but we all I read. Say them. All the books and comics have been ripped out. It's so sad. Yep. It is. It is. Um, I just heard that Chewbacca is dead because a moon smashed into him. Like, that is But saving the life of Han and Leia's kid in the process. Like, that kind of stuff, it seems ridiculous at the time, but when I see what we got... I mean, I'm not going to complain because we at least got something. <laughs> no, Kylo Ren, I, I, I've had a change of heart on him. Check out the last episode. Really? Yeah. Last you like him now? I, it's not really that I like him now. I think I understand him. He, he's he's okay. he's uh, he's whining because the whole dang family is whining. But so I, I have to look past that and look deeper in the onion. And when I do, it's it's amazing. I don't want to spoil it because I want to drive traffic, Matt. You, I'm yeah. not going to tell you. <laughs> Go check out episode. 10. I have I have trouble watching those three movies. Oh, I really yeah. like the first one. I thought it had potential, and the second one ruined it for me. So I actually, uh, and maybe it's just place in my life. I, I before the episode like ten uh, two weeks ago, 
I watched literally after work in between the show and I watched episode whatever nine and I started getting misty eyed at one. I was like, God really? dang, like because oh yeah, anyway. It was and I'm like not I make fun of Kylo Ren in episode one and two of this show. <laughs> so I have had a change of heart in like literally a month and a half. He had a pretty rough go. He, he did. did. He had a really rough go. He was given Luke's a bad kinda, Luke kind of went ballistic on him for no reason. Yeah. 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 Um, in the end, uh, I made the point of you know, all it takes is one. Uh, Ray believed in him, and no one else did. His father did too. Uh, his mother didn't even believe in him. So when you look at, well, his mother never believed in uh, Vader either. That could still be Anakin. Just, just if he can sense your presence, then leave this place. Yeah, run. Yeah. No, Luke's like, no, I believe. And so, point of all that in the last episode is you have people around you that you support you in your sphere, and all it takes is one to believe in you hard that you would then believe in yourself. Also, the flip side. Be that for someone else. Not, oh, you're doing great, buddy. No, really believe in them uh, because you can change them from the dark to the light just like Luke did. Um, yeah, it's just amazing. Uh, just like and That's why mentors are such a big deal in business. That's why what? Yeah. And that's why mentors are such a big deal in business. 100%. It's and so important. get you a leadership coach. <clears throat> DMILM.com. <laughs> Direct and meaningful influence, leadership, and management. And I'd love to be your leadership coach. Anyways, <laughs> I do have an article that I just popped, I think, this morning or yesterday. I don't remember. Uh, about Balin Skull. And a uh, little bit touches on his apprentice. Um, the article is basically, I wish we would have just called the series Balin Skull instead of Ahsoka. And really? why? <laughs> because, man. He's my he's my guy. I, I'm definitely gonna have to have to cosplay. That, that'll be my first one. I'm so looking forward to those episodes. Mm. Oh, goodness gracious! Whew, you're gonna love it. Uh, let's go <laughs> on to our. I didn't, did I? You dummy. Okay, so fan art and or fan theory. We're going with the fan art because, yeah, you know. I tend to do that more often, but for some reason, it's not opening. That's okay. We're just wasting bandwidth right now. Um, there it is. I do that a lot. You what in the huh? I said I do that a lot, waste bandwidth. <laughs> All right. Let me put this image here. So, this is from wallop.net. Oh, wow. It is just Darth Malak and Darth Revan, and it's just... So, why? I, I like to always kind of do the why does Dana choose this, right? All I want you to do is look at Malak's eyes. Mm -hmm. What is he looking at? What is he thinking? What is he doing? And in my mind, he's very singular. He's very he's focused, narrowed, narrowed, and knows what he wants. And that in this picture, you actually see him a little ahead of Revan. I just don't think that's an accident, and they just happen to be walking. It is our uh, concept art, I think, from KOTOR, and it's just amazing. That's amazing. Y'all's thoughts now that I've ruined it for everybody. It's pretty impressive. I love that artwork. I love the the classic uh, Starforge armor mm. that Revan wears. It's so symbolic. Yes. And I love Malik. I love. I, I just love how, after all of this and after all of their like tears and scars, how much hate is coursing through them. You can literally see Malik and his missing jaw after Revan having chopped it off. <laughs> and despite all of that, these two are still working together in singularity. Because yep. in their time as a Jedi, in their time as dark Jedi, and 
as they were called. And then in their time, even at the very end when Revan's about to kill Malik, they were together th throughout their entire journey. And mm -hmm. one of their, they neither of them would have been able to have it without the other. Oh, agreed. I agree with that message in particular. Yes, thank you, Kat. Yes. The imagery is amazing. You know, and, and it's not like that was, you know, super flamboyant, whatever. I think your your point of, like, the armor and everything's very purposeful. Um, I, I just want to believe that the character would have chosen that for himself, not the artist, yeah. based in the world where we've been led to believe this is Revan, that this is exactly, like, they, they've done a great job with writing Revan. Um, just kidding. I love me some Star Wars and I love me some Revan. So my son, uh, we had a Comic-Con at my office like three years ago. And, uh, you know, whatever, small. But he showed up flat out, dude, Revan. Really? Like, mask, oh. built it all with his stepdad. Like, I was like, this is amazing. Like, come on, let's go. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Uh, won, won an you know, award for whatever. Uh, but, yeah, really cool. Revan is, I can't wait to talk about him. We're not going to be talking about Revan for a while. Mm -hmm. Well, he'll creep into our discussions. There's a Comic-Con soon. I think I will be dressing as an ARC Trooper. ARC Trooper? They're my favorite. Mm -hmm. The Null yeah, Squad. Are you um, talking about AggieCon in February? I didn't know AggieCon was happening. AggieCon in February. We just got through uh, the one at Brazos. Whatever. The one I wrote the article about, um, that mm -hmm. one was there. Uh, yeah. I might have to look into that, actually. Oh. Sounds fun. Fine. So, boss man, David, sorry. I keep missing these. I got to get better at this. Uh, announcing what segment we're in. Take that note and give it back to me, Shield Maiden. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll just put it in the chat. So. <laughs> this, this is my life. Dana, you're doing it wrong. Um <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah so i want to kind of wrap up just talking kind of high level so we had we talked a little bit about balin didn't go too much because i don't want to ruin it uh but man i'm telling you don't read the article i mean read oh, the article but after and then you'll be like oh totally man. Um, I'll go everyone else out full. there there's no there's only spoilers through last week so okay. um uh, uh so i You've gotten to see some TikTok stuff I'm trying to do. Um, yes, I'd love to get some feedback, good and bad, if you got some feedback. Oh, the TikTok's been great. I'll open up my app. I'll be in school, maybe, or I'll be at home. Um, and... <laughs> <He's disgusting>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see that? What? Oh, oh that hurt. So proud. <laughs> So yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> so it works. Like it's, it works. I'm not just speaking to dead air. It works, right? <laughs> oh wait, uh, yeah, 100 with the TikTok. I forgot. Yeah, no, I'll be I'll be sitting in my car. I just finished driving home. I'm about to go inside. I'll look up, pull it up, and I'll see your stuff. I always like it. It's great. It's working great. Make sure to always tag as much stuff as you can um typing in that hashtag fyp mm -hmm. standing for hashtag for you page that's going to get you a lot of views does that really work mm -hmm. typing in hashtag fyp got it um that'll 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 make sure that anybody who's looking on their for you page there's a chance that they'll see that so then when you include your additional star wars tags then it'll be for you pages of star wars fans and that that narrows it down so I feel like if way. I could ask my grandparents, is this the way it sounded when I told you how to work a VCR? If you ever if you ever want advice on that, I I don't have a ton, but I do have a bit just from interwebs. <laughs> no, I you know, mm -hmm. one of the things I, I did initially to Start the train was uh, some grow room type things. Just get just get that that thousand so I can start doing lives. Oh yeah, um, and then I use the lives and crack up content between you know and push them back out. Um, 
but yeah, there's some some tagging and stuff. Shield Maiden, our uh, cat, our AV department head, whatever you want to call her, badass. Um, she's really good at directing us in that way. But I appreciate, yeah, FYP. I'd forgotten totally. FYP is. I amazing. used to see that all the time on my when I was just flipping. Like, what's FYP? There you go. Mm -hmm. FYP is gonna do you wonders. Perfect. Yeah. Cool, cool. That's cool. Oh, that's a that's a common saying from ye old age. What? FYP. Oh, actually, FYP. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> and I'm no, you're what? <laughs> uh, yes, one hundred percent. Gen X TikTok. <laughs> Me too. Uh, well, oh. thank you all for joining. Joining I can't even talk. Joining the show. We're definitely gonna have to get you two on again. Um, if you're not busy next week, we are talking about Fallen Bastilla. Uh, okay. let me know. And and we'd love to have both of you on. I think this is really fun. Uh, we might even try to grab maybe Shield Maiden if she ain't doing nothing. Bring her on too. Just the more the merrier. And Revan, I might oh, try to do like a, a five one. people. You know, just go crazy and everyone lose their mind because I he, I just can't. I've never heard anyone like oh Revan's dumb. Like I just oh, I've no. never heard that. And I could talk do, about Revan for hours. <laughs> I, amen. No one. Let's do it. I love it. I love mm -hmm. Revan. Uh, I think there's there's a few Sith Lords that I could do months on. Um, and one of the things, you know, bringing up TikTok, <clears throat> shameless plug, uh, I'm putting together some series. So some Sith Lords I don't really talk about a lot, Darth Vader, mm -hmm. because he's my favorite and I could talk forever. But I'm going to package that up and uh, put those as uh, options on TikTok to purchase like a buck. I don't know. I just want people to... Yeah, I want that content to be special because mm -hmm. Darth Vader is so special to me. That sounded weird, but yeah, I don't care. It is yeah. true. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> awesome. Well, we will uh, go ahead and shut it down. Looks like we've been right at the hour. And again, thank you guys for joining. This was really enlightening, and I can't wait to try to get you guys back on. We're talking next week about Bastula. We just talked about Malik, and we talked about Balin Skull. We will touch on episode seven no eight i don't know whatever episodes playing now mm -hmm. we'll talk about next week okay it's been a lot of fun man this has thank you fun. so much for the invitation i've had a absolutely. blast absolutely and don't rub it into brian's face too much please oh he like will. too guy. much too much i'll do a little bit just just for the pride sake but just a little bit yeah i won't hurt his feelings too bad no well <laughs> i can't <laughs> No, he's good. Love that guy. All right, guys. Thank you so much, and everyone, go to at Geek News Now official on YouTube. We have a slew of podcasts. We've got Through the Eyes of a Child, which is a freaking awesome uh, show. New show. They're going through Clone Wars, uh, the dad and the daughter, and it's her first you know, foray, and it's just just what you guys were talking about, you know. But flipped like. The dad is showing the kid. The, the <laughs> so, um, and, and you get her real reaction to things. It's just it's really, really adorable. I love it. And uh, just a different perspective, too, that you don't otherwise get with our brains that come jaded and whatever. Um, we've got Cantina Happy Hour. That was uh, Latin. That's Thursday. Thursday, Cantina Happy Hour. Uh, Cam and Focus. It's another one. Uh, MCU Mondays, that was last night. And the Geek Gauntlet on Saturdays, that's everything. They go through anime. They go through games. They, they have segments on each of these. And it's like an hour, hour and a half. Just fun. Like everything mashed together. It's really fun. Several shows. Um, I'm waiting for Kat to like put the list in the chat. But that's okay. Okay, maybe she's not watching anymore. <laughs> but, uh, and then also on TikTok. Follow us on TikTok. We got content there uh, at Geek News Now on TikTok. Follow me, the Sith Dominion. And yeah, it's a lot of stuff. Uh, articles galore on geeknewsnow.net. Yeah, whatever you guys want. Oh, and don't forget our partner with Ripped. Check out that link in the bottom. 18 bucks a shirt. I think I'm going to have to get the Beetlejuice Dr. Seuss one because that's just bizarre and I love it. That was pretty cool. I think I might just get that Scream shirt. It was oh, calling my name. 
Yeah, 100%. (laughs) All right, folks. Thank you guys so much again. And remember, kids, peace is a lie. There's only passion. Good night.